0: This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM.
1: Well, so let us introduce our guest today, who can speak to some of this as an expert as well. Um, Angie Lee is our guest today. She's the Global Head of Branding and Marketing at Samsung Next. Hello, Angie. Hi. So nice to meet you guys, and thanks for having me.
2: Yes, thanks a lot, Angie. We're excited to have you on the program.
1: Yes, you're on our show because you are affiliated, the head of branding at Samsung Next. So exactly what's Samsung Next? It's presumably a part of Samsung, but it's- We are.
0: We are very proudly a part of Samsung. So we are the innovation group that's actually focused on building an ecosystem of software and services that's intended to complement Samsung's global hardware footprint. Um, Many of us know about kind of the, the breadth and the depth of what the Samsung hardware network looks like but they're also very thoughtful in thinking about what comes next in terms of layering on that experience on top of it to make a more robust experience and so we're very much the team focused day in and day out and thinking about how we're going to do that and how we help transform the organization into one that melds the two sides together
1: so can you give us some examples just so i have a concrete idea of that i mean i i don't know if it's related so if it's not tell me no but i know in in uh in New York, there's this cool Samsung store that doesn't actually sell any hardware, but it has all these incredible experiences. Is any of that related to what you're talking about or am I off track? It is definitely. I mean, we are definitely thinking a
0: lot about the ways in which consumers are shifting away from wanting just the hardware, but also the experiences that that create a holistic experience. So if you think a lot about um, the TV experience and how does one also create a streaming experience that complements the hardware that goes along with it and works really, really well in a synchronous way, how might we be able to use IoT and the way that people are now using Uh, their connected refrigerators with their connected stoves and all of their pieces throughout the house to create a more seamless experience. So some of these things are very much future, future focused. Some of these are things that are happening right now. And next is really focused on thinking about how we can Um, work with a larger ecosystem to say, we may not want to build it all ourselves. Maybe there is an acquisition. Maybe there is an investment that we want to make because there's so many ways in which innovation happens. And we want to be sure that we're at the intersection of all of those sources of innovation. And so by doing that as well, we also increase the chances of Samsung being able to say, yep, we've identified this great thing and we want to invest further in it. So it's really a, uh, a robust and unique offering within the corporate venture space in the sense that we are approaching it from the perspective of MA ventures. We have our own product shop that's building products to kind of test and, and kind of find product market fit on some of our hypotheses. And so it's a really extensive but also ex- uh, uh, exciting part of, of the Samsung ecosystem.
2: Let me ask this yeah. question, Angie. Sorry to jump in, Barbara, I oh, just oh, really okay. quickly, because I want to put some meat around the bones that Barbara's setting forth there. Can you give us some examples of some, some projects, some, some uh, some things that Samsung Next has successfully uh, worked on and put out there that would be, you know, kind of uh, kind of examples of this, because the the challenge here is it's so like you were saying, Angie, it's so it's so uh, open ended in terms of what it can be, what it might look like that, you know, it, it would be useful to sort of like maybe talk about some examples that Samsung Next has done that you feel like are big wins for for the brand and for some of the things that you, that you're trying to accomplish with developing the Samsung next brand?
0: Right. So I think if you, um, I think if you look at the complexity that a large company has in terms of incorporating or making shifts in innovation, it often is the build by acquire kind of builder by kind of, uh, kind of thinking. And I think if you look at kind of the track record of what Samsung next has been able to do is for example, we led the, the acquisition of smart things, which allowed, um, Samsung to kind of enter into the IoT space, right? So a lot of these things are essentially mm-hmm. ways in which we can test different hypotheses out in the world and to show that like this, the startup space is so rich and the maturity of different companies, the stage at which they're at um, and, and, and kind of how it fits into the Samsung ecosystem can be quite diverse. And so mm-hmm. because Samsung Next has chosen to be um, we do have a ventures team. we have an m A team, we have a product team. We're able to try out and test out a lot of these things, but have a clear direction on saying, you know what the future does looks really bright for AI, for edge, for health tech. We can identify these areas that are are immense opportunities areas for for Samsung and for the organization next as well and to say, here's how we can invest in those and grow in those efficiently and effectively.
2: And so let me ask this, Angie so how, how do you think about how do you guys think about in the in your world for Samsung Samsung next? How do you think about what competition is? What is competition mm-hmm. in your space? Yeah. Like who are you competing against and how do you how do you and your team think about that
0: yeah. aspect? I mean, if you ask any one person on the team, they'll have different people for <laughs> competitors, definitely. I mean, if you think about, for example, um, our ventures team is obviously, they want to make sure they're involved in all the big the the big and exciting deals. You have um, our product team is launching amazing products. I mean, we have an amazing product out in the in the marketplace called Whisk, which is really a smart way of organizing recipes um, oh, and translating recipes into shopping lists. Well, oh, they're going to have their own competitive set and thinking about how they want to grow the business. Mm-hmm. And so... I think this goes back to the original question is how how difficult is it to mm-hmm. actually build an overarching brand when you have so many different so different areas mm-hmm. and it's not dissimilar from the challenges that say like not to say the word the same side, but G's had to do, or even Samsung's had to do, is to think mm-hmm. about you know there isn't one solution to any of these, but what what connects them all mm. is a commitment to innovation, a commitment to kind of thinking and spotting mm. and identifying opportunities on the horizon, being able to translate those into opportunities into into lasting businesses, and then integrating them back into the Samsung business.
1: I wanted to switch gears here and go back to this notion about um, what you mentioned earlier about you being a global brand and comment on the fact that when I look at the top 10 biggest brands in the world, Samsung is, is on that list, moving up that list, and one of the ones that's not an American brand. And I wonder what that what that means here. When you talk about what you're branding, uh, is it to a particular culture? Does it vary by cultures? Is it one global brand? How does how does the whole global marketing aspect play into all of this? Yeah, I mean that's definitely a question. I think that would
0: be better answered uh, by my SEA counterparts, and, and and talking a little bit about how the Samsung brand is, is kind of set up and positioned, I would say what I am thinking a lot about as as is for Samsung next is really to ask ourselves like what are, the, the core questions are. How do we build a brand around innovation um, that spans cross borders? Or how do we even translate the issues or the topics that are important to us across these borders? So, for example, one of the things that we think a lot about is we value diversity. But how does one translate diversity when our definition of diversity in the US is quite different from Europe, which is different from Tel Aviv, and which is even different from Korea? And so the, the challenge there for us then is, you know, we don't present, we don't pretend to know the answers to these things. What we do is we do a lot of engagement with understanding how the communities kind of approach those things and then take those back in and integrate it into a a global view that feels comfortable and safe for all involved, but still presents a point of view that's unique and different. I mean, that's really important for us. And so for us, the challenge has been that because the the countries the territories the individuals involved are so wildly different we often have to straddle many different perspectives but again it's understanding what the next point of view is that's unique and different
1: well it's been a real pleasure speaking with you thank you very much for coming on our show and if our listeners are interested in learning more about everything you've been talking about where can they go
0: they should go to SamsungNext.com, and there you can check out our blog dispatch and our new publication uh component